This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hi, you're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And um, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories today, which is something we both enjoy joking about for the most part we're not very serious about this just a disclaimer um but we did a poll asking people to vote on if they had to choose a conspiracy theory that they think is real which of these options do you think is real so uh the options were aliens exist something else so you reply with your choosing uh, Tupac is still alive or the moon landing was faked and the results were overwhelmingly in favor of aliens exist which wasn't too surprising I feel like that's the most believable of I guess conspiracy theories uh, just generally speaking especially after the UFO news that the U.S. government released um, during COVID so uh, that was that was the most popular one, and then twenty percent or nineteen percent was something else. Tupac is still alive, eight percent, and the moon landing was faked at a lowly three percent. So, um, not too many moon landing believers out there, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, but also, excuse me. They, I'm thinking that that one is a. Like, we joke about that. We've been joking about that one for a while. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, So I think that the moon landing one, with other conspiracy theories out there, I can see why the moon landing one got, like, the lowest uh, engagement votes, whatever. Yeah. Um, because there are other more conspiracy theories out there that are, like, way more, more not necessarily believable. Yes. There we go. Yeah, agreed. I think your your reasoning there is good. I sometimes I'll joke around with my mom like well what if it was faked do you really think that at that like time that we had the technology to land on the moon and I'm joking but she really thinks I'm being serious about it so now it's just become a thing where I I just bring it up occasionally to bug her and she'll be like I watched it happen on tv (laughs) it happened it was real I'm like okay um so after you told me that story I started that's like a joke I pull out to other people <laughs> and I've done it I went to the LBJ museum mm-hmm. here in Austin with a friend and there was stuff about the moon landing of course in NASA and, and I look at them and I'm like what if it was faked and they the look that I got <laughs> like my friend thought I was unhinged and I'm like I'm kidding I'm kidding and she's like are you though are you serious? And I'm like, no, I thought it was a funny joke. So it's definitely a very, most of these conspiracy theories, they're fun. It goes back to last week when we talked about dating or two weeks ago, 
and like you say something just to see what the other person does to see if you should be with them yeah I don't know I think it's funny to mess with people and oh yeah she still thinks I'm being at least somewhat serious but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so aliens exist um as the most popular one Speaking of this, I saw a tweet, um, Kenny Maine, who recently, uh, I believe, was let go by ESPN. Essentially, he's not going to be working for them anymore, uh, which is a big bummer because he's hilarious and I feel like is a big ESPN staple. But he quote tweeted a tweet recently. Uh, the original tweet said, the aliens ask for only one representative to meet with them from Earth. Who are you picking? And Kenny Main quote tweeted it and just said, Marshawn. And uh, I just figured that would be a good tie-in while we're talking about all of this. Yeah. But I'm, I was just picturing Marshawn Lynch meeting with an alien, like a cartoon-style alien, you know? And Like the aliens from Space Jam? I've never seen Space Jam. What? I know. <laughs> it's bad. I, I'm, what? I, I don't, I can't handle this. What? No, not oh. like the aliens from Space Jam, though. Like, the green egg-shape-headed aliens. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I do know what you mean. We're going to have to come back <laughs> to this. You can't just drop a bomb like that and be I like, know. oh, it's fine. So, <laughs> um, yes. I get I get what you're saying in terms of like the the alien that you that I'm are imagining. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just picturing one of those guys or gals meeting with Marshawn Lynch and just thinking about that and what he would say is is funny. So uh, there were a lot of responses to that tweet saying Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly Parton would be a good option too. I don't. She's probably like more globally recognized than Marshawn Lynch. Yes, definitely. Um, what are some of the other good ones? Oprah was another suggestion. I don't know. I feel like we need some... If if we're going to have to pick one person, it needs to be someone very welcoming who would make a good impression. Martha Stewart. Ooh. And then she'd hustle them. Yes, I was going to say Martha <laughs> Stewart is a boss. Like, she she does... She means business. She does. She and it's wild. Like I forget that she's so old. I know. And then I'm like, oh man, right. Like Martha Stewart is not a spring chicken and she's just out here doing it. Yeah. So like she had a career before she was Martha Stewart. That's like another thing that I like forget. I'm like, all right, you worked on Wall Street. Yeah. That was a career. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't honestly think that she would be the one I would send. Yeah. <laughs> um it would probably be someone I don't know. It's a good question. It's a really good question. It's it's a solid question because you have to think, like, who's someone that, like, if they went to go meet the aliens and they were, like, is it just representing humans or is it just representing Americans? Mm -hmm. And, like, that could change the answer because if it's, like, humans in general, it's, like, oh, who is, like, the the person who could, like, say, like, please don't hurt us we are not as bad as we seem. Mm -hmm. But then if it's someone who's an American, I don't know. <laughs> I also thought about Dennis Rodman when I, That's when I, I saw thinking. the Marshawn tweet, just with the, the North Korea ambassadorship stuff. 
I think that'd work. I think he'd be he'd be a good ambassador. Uh, Would he be too intimidating though? Would they be scared no. off by him? No, they'd be like, "This man's chill. He's like <laughs> he's lived a hard life. You can see it in his eyes." That's true. It's he'd be a good he'd definitely be a good pick. Um, or what about Snoop Dogg? Oh my gosh! I feel like he would be a very chill pick. I, I he'd f- like roll up with like a couple of blunts and be like, "All <laughs> right, this is what I have to offer from Earth. We grow this here. It's all natural." I I feel like he may honestly be our best bet. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not kidding. In terms of getting them on our side and and oh yeah, and not being intimidating, you know. Yeah, because he's like... You can't pick a politician, I don't chill. think. Because, no, absolutely not. Because then they're going to be like, something is up, you know? We don't yeah, trust this. Yeah, they have an agenda. And exactly. We have to pick someone with no agenda, and I think Snoop Dogg has no agenda. That is accurate. So that's my that's my pitch. That's a You could be his PR person with that. That's a good I mean, pitch, why Snoop Dogg should be a representative. It, I mean, everyone needs a publicist. If they are on the same level as Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I'm sure he has many. I That's accurate. That's true. <laughs> so some of the other, the something else suggestions that people said, this is what I think is most realistic if I had to choose a conspiracy theory to believe in. Um, mattress firm as a front was one of them. You, it seems like you know more about this than I do. Can you just give a brief explanation? Yeah, so I was looking up different, like, conspiracy theories, like, different wild ones, just to, like, you know, spice it up. Yeah. Um, and that one, the mattress fur, like, whatever I read, it had to do with, like, how there are so many different mattress firm storefronts, but, like, who's really buying all of these mattresses? And I'm like, that's true. And I have never gone into a store and bought a mattress, like, in my adult life. Like, I've just ordered it online. Um so, like, why is there a storefront? Why are there mattress firms in every city when, like, no one's going into mattress firm and spending $6,000 on a mattress when they – or $600 on a mattress when they can just, like, have it delivered to their home? Um, so I'm, I'm pretty convinced of this one. It's a fr- I don't know what it's a front for. I hope it's something good. I hope it's not, like, harming people and, you know, taking away their agency. But, you know – I we won't don't have like a black market like police force to be like ah yes your front is worse than the other front that is doing human trafficking like I hope it's not that I hope it's really something like I don't even so, know I think the the rumor is that it's a money laundering front yeah because there are so many of these stores close together and not they're not very popular. I mean, uh, they don't have a ton of customers in there, I guess, typically. No. So it's like, why, why do they have so many locations to serve this many customers when it seems like they could pare things down and, uh, be better off financially? So I don't know. Who's to say? Well, I'm sure the IRS is going to look into it or has looked into it and they haven't found anything yet, but it's, it's plausible. <laughs> There's also a Reddit thread about mattress firms selling pre-owned mattresses uh, as floor Ooh. models. So that's something. Interesting. Something to look into maybe. Just saying. I don't know. Can't confirm or deny, but people are talking. I mean, yeah, this, 
the, the streets are talking yes. and we are not detectives. We are just two people with microphones looking at conspiracy theories. Correct. <laughs> Another one that we got was Bigfoot is real. There are a lot of, a lot of TV shows out there about the possibility of Bigfoot being real. Uh, don't really know how I feel about this one. I guess it kind of goes along with it. It's along the same vein of aliens existing. Yeah. Well, for like Bigfoot, there could just be some person or peoples who are living off the grid Mm. and they have lived off the grid for like thousands of years. It's impressive that they did it if they did, but like, looking at the evolution of humans, like it could be possible that, you know, you have some non homo sapien, but homo erectus walking around and like existing in the woods, like some other form of a monkey or, or, or like another form of like a human, like how there were, yeah, different, like the same, like they're still kind of human, but like, um, think about Mm. Cro-Magdon and like, the, there are different types of um, humans that existed before the Homo sapiens. And so, like, bones have been found in different areas of the world. So maybe it's, like, one of those tribes and they managed to not get overtaken by Homo sapiens. And they're just like, we're good with this situation we have. We don't want to be regular humans. Yeah. Mm. They're like, we don't we didn't want to evolve. We want to, we just want to stay like this. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Another one I forgot to add to this list that someone said was uh, Stevie Wonder isn't actually blind. Yeah, that's an interesting one that I had not heard until I saw someone tweet that. Yeah. I guess I just don't understand what the point of pret- pretending that would be. I like. Right? Like, I don't think that someone would just, like, pretend to be black. I think that, and I would think that no one would pretend to be black, and then you have Rachel Dolezal. So, I don't think that Stevie Wonder is in that situation, though. Yeah, I just don't really understand why why someone would would fake that in particular. Um, Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, Shaq seems to have perpetuated this this idea that Stevie Wonder isn't blind um he at one point he said he ran into him in a lobby once and that Stevie Wonder immediately recognized him I mean I feel like Shaq's voice is pretty recognizable yes which can be said for a lot of people but Shaq's is definitely very distinct so I don't know if he's met him Multiple times before, I could I can understand how Stevie Wonder would just be like, "Oh, Shaq, you know, whatever." But, anyways, <laughs> I thought that one was interesting, uh, kind of a under the radar one. And then someone said Avril Lavigne died years ago and was replaced by a doppelganger. What did you think of that? I have heard this one before, like before this. It was someone shared it, and it was like probably on like a BuzzFeed article or something. But like the conspiracy theory is that like Avril Lavigne died, and her best friend looked just like her and replaced her after like 
the first or second album she put out mm-hmm. and like has just been carrying on and like people are like, well, she sounds different when she speaks and she looks a little bit different. And um, so it's a very interesting conspiracy theory. Yeah. Don't know how realistic it is, but but kind of an interesting concept, I guess. Um, yeah, it, it's and I think there are other musicians who oh, like Paul McCartney, mm. like people think that it's like a similar conspiracy theory, like Paul McCartney actually died and has been replaced by someone else that looks like him. Yeah, there's also it's weird how it's all kind of musicians, because I th- there's one about Katy Perry, too, that yeah. that like John Benet Ramsey is Katy Perry somehow. That seems extremely I'm, well, far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> but. Wow. I don't know. I, I think people see certain facial features and they're, they're just like, oh, this person looks like they could be this person growing up or whatever. And it's not really, not really no. realistic at all. No, not even uh, a little bit. But I hadn't heard the Avril Lavigne one, though. Yeah, it's. It's one I think that it like it's a good conspiracy theory to talk about, but it's one that like gets forgotten. Mm-hmm. It's an underrated conspiracy theory. Um, I really enjoyed the Steph Curry microdosing LSD during the historic 2015-2016 season. That one made me laugh. Me like I hated how much I liked that one. Yeah, it it just seemed like something something completely wild that. I mean, are, are there a group of people that believe this? Is this, or is this something that someone just came up with out of the blue? I, I don't even know. I was just like, I mean, it, it makes sense. But like, I didn't think it was a thing. And whatever, I remember that season. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's a funny conspiracy theory, but I'm like, I don't know who came up with it. Like, Steph Curry doing drugs seems a little... <laughs> So I out of character. I did a quick search and there's nothing that comes up about this even on I mean with all of these other theories you search it and there are tons of different articles and whatnot um about it and I can't find anything about Steph Curry really. Okay, that, so <laughs> that context. So maybe that's just like a very niche conspiracy it might have been theory. Just one person's uh but that is it's very creative it is i'll ask them to show their work yeah it did really make me laugh though it was it was good it was a good one (laughs) um and then the other another conspiracy theory was the fire under centralia pennsylvania was intentionally set to get residents to move away in order for resources under the town to be claimed by someone the government a private enterprise who knows I'd not heard of this one. I don't I haven't either. Uh I really feel like I need to research more of it. It sounds like it happened quite a long time ago. Um so I I don't know. I I don't have enough con- to contribute to this one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just like there was a There was a whole, mine fire, I think. Yeah, it was a mine fire. Um and like it could burn for 250 years, account cause the town to be um, abandoned, and I just, I don't know. That's it's interesting. It's another interesting one that 
it could be like a whole deep dive could be done about it. Yeah. What I mean, what are what's going on there now? I don't know. I I don't know enough to comment really, but that was an interesting one as well. It was I was like, oh, another very specific one. Yes, it was good. And then, um, you know, you live in Denver. I've lived in Colorado, so of course we've heard about the Denver International Airport and the conspiracy theories about it. <laughs> Yeah, they've really leaned into the whole DIA secret tunnels, weird things going on narrative at DIA. The airport itself has kind of bought into the bit and they are embracing it. And they have some signs up in the airport about it. I think there's like little exhibits or something. That sounds about right. Yeah explaining what this is what people think is going on here whatnot and they won't get rid of that giant blue horse that looks like it came out of hell yeah because its eyes where people think it's the to nod to the four horsemen of the apocalypse i'm like no it's just like a really scary statue yeah and the Um, i think the sculptor or the artist or whatever I, i think a piece of the horse fell on him and killed him Oh, man. I believe. Don't quote right. me on that, but I'm pretty sure I read that at some point. Um, yeah, so he, the the sculptor died two years before the piece was completed, and a piece of the statue fell on him and severed an artery in his oh, leg. That's, that's disgusting. Uh, uh, I don't want to think about he, that. But yeah, so that's sorry. just like bad, <laughs> bad juju right there from the get-go. And yes. it does look really creepy at night when its, it's eyes are all... Oh, my God. It's so scary. Uh, I just don't really also understand why the horse, I know it's, I mean, it's Broncos colors. It's a horse, the Denver Broncos, but it, I don't know. Like, it looks like a demon horse. Like when you drive by it at night, it is the scariest thing. And that paired with like some of the scary artwork. Inside, yeah. Inside, like it. DIA is on something. It is a trip. I wonder if it was supposed to be like that to like kind of get people to not move to Denver as much. And now everyone and their dog is like, I have to live in Denver, Colorado. The airport won't stop me. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's the headquarters for the Illuminati. Oh, you think that the there, there are bunkers like underground? Whatever. I don't care. The end of the world's coming and the artwork is like depicting it. Bring it on! <laughs> At least I will live somewhere where I can be outside all the time. That's great. I honestly never notice anything in the Denver airport. I'm not... Just in airports in general. I'm not trying to look at artwork, or I'm just trying to get to my gate and get on the plane, get in and out of there as quickly as possible. Not trying to explore things. I'm trying to see what food they have. Like, you never know when you're going to have, like, a really long stay at the airport. It's just like, all right, what are the food options? Are they obscenely priced? You know, you know what's going on here? Do people have to be like all up in my space? Um, and like at the Austin airport, like where are you going to get tacos? That's a very important thing. But DIA like is not a super exciting airport. And I'm always afraid I'm going to miss my flight. So I don't spend time looking at the things there. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of eh, whatever. The Seattle airport has some cool displays and kind of artwork. Um, so I really like the Seattle airport. They also have a 
place called Beecher's Cheese in there, where obviously you can buy cheese, but they they make um, their own mac and cheese that's super good. It's like a penne with um, kind of a a real cheese sauce. It's not fake. It's not like Velveeta or anything. It's their real cheese. And then it has a decent amount of like cayenne pepper in it. So it's got a little bit of spice. It's, it's pretty great. I always try and uh, sneak that out if it's in my terminal. I like that. I, man, that's something to know. That's a good thing to know about the Seattle airport. And like the Chicago airport has, I think like a, an indoor botanical garden situation. So it's fun. And then the Atlanta airport, when you're going from terminal to terminal, you go like underground, but it's like a rainforest type looking thing. I don't like the Atlanta airport. Like it stresses me out to be underground with all of the plants, but like, and it's so (laughs) big and I'm always like, I'm going to miss my flight. That's a common theme. When I travel, I'm going to miss my flight. Um, That's just who I am. And that's a huge airport and the Dallas airport's really big and for no good reason. Well, that's not true, but it is a really, it's like a big donut that you get lost in and you have to get on the train. Mm-hmm. Airports. <laughs> big airport. I mean, everyone's about to be in the airports, yeah. which is wild to be thinking about right now. People flying all over the world. Well, all over the United States, the world somewhat. That's true. Lots of countries are encouraging tourists. Yeah. I mean, which makes sense after a year of no tourism, they're probably really gunning for a lot of money. tourists to yeah. visit. Yeah, for the money. So, um, I hope that that goes well. In that, <laughs> agreed. But this is we're we're not a tourism podcast this week. We are a conspiracy theory podcast, and now for the conspiracy <laughs> theory that just. Keeps on it giving. keeps giving. <laughs> Birds aren't Birds real. real. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that's one, like the moon landing. That is one that I find very funny to joke about. Yeah. Uh, has, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? I don't think so. That's very <laughs> weird in my opinion. Pigeons are the creepiest birds. I hate them. It's, luckily, there aren't too many of them in Denver, but they're, I mean, living downtown, you see some of them, and they're not pleasant. They have no fears. They'll just come up at you and make you all stressed out. It's like, get out of my road. You probably have diseases. I don't, I don't want you to come near me. But uh, the conspiracy theory is that at one point, the government replaced birds with drones basically so it's like they look like birds but they're really just government spies very outlandish for sure but funny still at the same time yeah i had not heard this conspiracy theory until a couple years ago i worked with a woman who would like one day she's like oh yeah haven't you heard that like birds are real and i'm like what are you what are you talking about? Like, I need you to show your work. I need you to <laughs> need you to explain this. Um, and then, didn't you do a presentation, like a quarantine presentation with like it was just you, me, and Colin? Wasn't yours on yes. the birds? So we yeah. 
we did, we'd made PowerPoints of just something stupid to present. This was when very early on when everyone was doing Zoom calls. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we chose a topic and went, made a stupid PowerPoint about it and presented it to the group via Zoom. And mine was why burns aren't real. And it was really good. It was so good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, but go to birdsaren'treal.com. It it's like a, kind of a joke of a movement. It's like the onion kind of, um, but about yeah. the subject. They're not serious about it, but they make you make it seem like they're serious about it. And they explain why birds aren't real, supposedly. And they have a section on their website called Truther Gear that is just a bunch of really funny apparel. They, I don't know, their their designs are hilarious. Uh, there's one that says, if it flies, it spies. <laughs> <laughs> there's just, I'm not going to ruin it, but I mean, there's just too many good ones to choose from. But it's hilarious. It's It's good for a laugh if you need one. Um, but that's also a fun one. And then I just laugh whenever I see a ton of birds on top of a telephone pole because people who believe that birds aren't real think that when they're doing that, they're recharging. Yes. Charging their batteries to continue their spying activity on the citizens of the United States. And it's so funny. It's so funny. So, like, then whenever I see a ton of them on the telephone lines, like, now I think that, like, oh, maybe they're charging. Like, not seriously, (laughs) but, like, I think that I laugh about it. I'm like, oh, man, that's ridiculous. That is absolute clown shoes. It is, for sure. So that rounds out our conspiracy theory segment. We appreciate you sharing the conspiracy theories. If you voted, if you submitted one, um, if you submitted one, you're listening and we want you to show your work. Fear not. We will ask you for more info on that. Also, um, if you have any recommendations for conspiracy theory related TV shows to watch, um, let us know for sure. I find those funny slash kind of <laughs> fascinating <laughs> depending on the subject matter. I really like ones that are about UFOs and aliens. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You and everyone else, like, they have to be out there. There has to be aliens. I think it's just kind of fun for people to think about, like, what what do we not know, you know? So many things. (laughs) So many things. We're not so well. But (laughs) (laughs) it's just weird to think about. That's why I like watching nature documentaries about life in the ocean. There's so many weird yeah. things down there. <laughs> yep. Like, what else is there out there that we don't know about? We're going to learn about a lot more of it, I'm sure, in the next 20 years. I'm sure we will. <laughs> <laughs> now on to sports. <laughs> sports. <laughs> yes. So, big soccer news. Uh, WCC team Santa Clara won the NCAA Division I Women's Soccer National Championship, which is very exciting. West Coast sports are alive and well. Yes. And love to see a team in the same conference as Gonzaga win the whole thing. So it'd be love to see Florida State, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, they beat Florida State. So you love to see when a Power Five team loses to yes. a very a school from a small conference. Yes. Love to see it. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. 
but that was great. Um, continuing, um, what is your game of the week? So continuing with soccer, yes. my game of the week is the North Carolina Courage versus the Orlando Pride. Um, and they play on Saturday. The NWSL, live and well, thriving. The Portland Thorns are not a team to mess with. If you are a fan of a team playing the Thorns, you know, that's that's hard. They are putting away goals left and right. What is your game of the week? Um, my game is the Lakers Warriors uh, plan. I'm just really okay. interested to see how this goes. I I feel like there's no way the Lakers lose, but I mean that would just be insane. I mean, I'm. Would you want to see the Warriors win? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, all right. I'm the type of person that likes to see new teams win or do well. I guess. So, not that the Warriors haven't done well. Okay, I'm like, wait, what? Not saying that at all. But, I don't know. I'm just kind of bored of the Lakers, LeBron. That's fair. I get what you mean. I just like, I don't know. I like rooting for the little guy. The Warriors are not the little guy. Not anymore. Generally speaking. (laughs) Not after that micro-dosing season. (laughs) They are not the little guy. But, um, I just like to... See things mixed up. That being said, I, I the Lakers are gonna go on. It's it's true. Feel, feel pretty Much to the chagrin of many, <laughs> but should be fun to watch regardless. I think. I agree with that. That'll be a really good game. What is your hot take of the week, other than not seeing Space Jam? Yeah, uh, I guess that could that could just count. <laughs> um, I don't have a hot take about the movie itself, obviously, because. I haven't seen it, but one of my friends I saw recently tweeted something about how they don't understand why people think Knives Out is a good movie, and I disagree, but but the fact that someone thinks that Knives Out is a bad movie is an extremely hot take, so I just wanted yeah. to discuss that. They, their defense was basically, what makes a good it just rests on having so many big name actors. It's not an actually good movie. What? There's just a lot of famous actors in it. Uh, that's fake news. That is a hot take. <laughs> Whoever shared that had the hottest take. Knives Out is such a fun and good movie, and the storyline's fun. And it does have not like huge named actors. It's not like mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis is in everything these days. I'm sure the Zoomers don't know who she is. <laughs> the Zoomers, the TikTokers, yeah. the TikTok generation. I mean, it is a pretty big cast. It is. But I think it's also a good movie and fun to watch. Yes. It may be more appealing to women just because you have Chris Evans in a sweater. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's the main appeal to some people, but uh, it's a fun movie. It is. I really liked it. I'm very excited that they're doing a second one. And Same. I thought it was hilarious all of the tweets about like so and so cast for Knives Out too, and just all these ridiculous names, as if they're gonna have a hundred people cast in this movie. You know? Yeah. Just kind It'll of making a joke about how many people were in the first one. I mean, 
I feel like they'll do the same thing for the second one and they'll there more jokes will come out of it. It'll yes. be really it'll be a good time. It'll probably be just as fun as the first knives out. Less Chris Evans, which is sad, but like, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll I think it'll be good. It'll be fun. What is your hot take this week? Ooh, so I have been talking to other people and I realize I have a lot of hot takes that I didn't think they were hot takes. I thought they were known takes. Um, but I don't think that Matthew McConaughey is in like a good movie or mostly good movie. I'm sure he has like a good movie. I heard like Dallas Buyers Club was good. I can't speak on that one. I haven't seen it. But like all of like the chick flicks he's in. I, hey, I love a good romantic comedy. That's like almost exclusively what I watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying they're entertaining. Um, and so I don't think he's in like great movies. He's in moderately entertaining movies or terrible movies (laughs) like like white boy rick was like a terrible movie there's another one that he was in that was like like he's in like raunchy movies that are just like why why would you do this just go do another how to lose this guy in 10 days (laughs) if you need money that bad just do a chick flick what about we are marshall what did you think of that oh i didn't see that one okay well you should you should watch that uh, okay, so he has like maybe two good movies and then a lot of youth and then yikes. So did you see The Lincoln Lawyer? This doesn't really sound like your type of movie, but just curious. No, none of those no, are my types of no, movies. That's why scary. I have it's this too, hot take of him not going, being in yeah. good movies. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that he did a good job in that movie. He has been well, he was great in True Detective, which is an HBO show, but very much not your vibe. It's yeah. it's like kind of twisted and intense it's like a crime show but but he's in that with woody harrelson and they're just amazing together i believe that their acting is so good but movie wise i i can understand why one person would say that thank you for validating my hot (laughs) take (laughs) not a full-on validation but i support you (laughs) i get where you're coming from thank you I mean, it's it's a time of the week for a hot take, and that one I know is a hot one because people love Matthew McConaughey, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to need another Chris Evans movie. Sorry. It's fair. People do love Matthew McConaughey, though. They do, and especially in Austin. Yeah. People love him. Um, I don't know if they love him running for mayor or governor. Governor. He wants to run for governor. I don't know if people love that, but people love him. Yes, they do. Is he from Texas originally? He is. Okay. He's from not Austin, but he's like near near, and then like lives here. Well, he doesn't live in Austin. He lives outside of Austin in like the area where wealthy people live, yeah, like that, Sandra Bullock and like they have ranches. Yeah. <laughs> so he lives out there and I'm like, all right, whatever. As long as you're supporting all the local businesses when you're in town, I don't really care. And I think, I think he does. So I bet he has a bunch of horses. He seems like the type to like have a bunch a horse of horses. Guy. I can see it. He, he is definitely a horse guy. <laughs> there are a lot of horse guys here. There's That's horse girls, out. but they're horse guys that yeah. you're like, whoa, wouldn't have guessed that you were a horse guy. Yeah, you don't really see many guys on horses and dating apps Mm-mm. in Colorado, no. I don't think. But, uh, but I don't see pictures. Yeah. Don't, you don't see the pictures on dating apps. I don't know. I see the picture. There's all the fi- the fish guys are on dating apps yeah. for sure. They're like, look at this fish I caught. And it's like, I don't care. 
um, but not of their horses. <laughs> Maybe they should start having pictures with their horses. Maybe they would be doing better. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> interesting case study. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on it over the summer. Report back. Let y'all know. <laughs> um, what wine are you drinking this week? I'm sure I've said this one before, but it's very good for summer. Hopefully I haven't said it too recently, but Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc. It's just refreshing and light and crisp, and it's perfect for the summer months, which we are kind of coming into. It's starting to get warmer. So that's yeah. my recommendation. What is your pick? So I picked a rosé. I picked She Can Rosé. It's a, it comes in like a can and it's a cute, I picked it up because the can was cute. It had like rose gold designs on it. And I was like, this can is so nice looking. And then it was a rosé and I was like, perfect. It's a perfect summer wine and it wasn't too sweet. And it like, it'll be great when we go float the river, I'll get like two or three, probably not two or three. That's a lot. It's like 13%. So like maybe one or two and float the river and drink it and just vibe. Very nice. It also sounds yeah. like it's founded by two women, two sisters. It is. Oh. And they are black ladies. So we, we love to support minority owned businesses, especially, and we love to support women owned businesses. So yeah, it's these two women that own it and it, it's good. Very cool. Largest black-owned wine company in the U.S. Very nice. We'd love to see it. I, I will probably uh, have more of their wines as recommendations because it is one of the better canned wines that I've had. Um, like Trader Joe's has good little ones also, but they're really sweet. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times too. the canned wines are really sweet. Yeah, so you can have one and then you're like, this is like yeah. rotting my teeth out. <laughs> They also, I'm looking at their website, they have a She Can Professional Development Fund, which is cool, and Ooh. a Black Girl Magic Collection. We love that. So, all, Gotta check all good that things. Out. Very nice. We love a good company that we can support, not only in terms of their product, but as a company. Like that a lot. Definitely. What are your plugs this week? Um... Listen to Tailgate Society podcasts. If you like Atlanta, we just did an episode of Culture Check on Atlanta. Um, check out Old Man Strength. The new episode just dropped a couple days ago. And Bitter Units, Matinee Baseball, all the things, whatever suits your fancy, we got it. So hit that up. And um, thank you again to folks who have been participating in our polls. Um, we'll talk about some more niche sports. I'm sure we'll talk about some other things. We'll put out some more polls because this has been really fun. And that's all I have. What about you? Do you have any plugs? No, I think that that covers it. Okay. And then... Do you want to talk about the bigger than sports? Yes. So, uh, Bucks player Drew Holiday and his wife, who was a U.S. women's soccer star also, her name is Lauren, uh, announced that their fund has distributed $5 million to Black-owned businesses, um, as of now, up to date, which is just a nice little tidbit of news. It is. It was a happy one, and they got pretty good coverage of it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I saw it in multiple places where they're like, they donated this money, and they are being really intentional about it or in distributing it. So, yeah, you love to see that folks who are saying that they are 
supporting minority owned businesses and like doing it in a very um intentional way like they're they're not only saying hey i'm doing this but they're like we're distributing this money we're raising this money we're doing this so it's it's good to see yes very good but that is all i have this week how about you i think that's a good way to wrap it up all right we'll talk to you all soon thank you for listening emily and emily sports and courts